This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hi there, and welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time podcast, our almost weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, fat guys smashing bellies, and super uninteresting dad life commentary, plus an attempt to understand Brandon's pregnant <laughs> We're your host from Mornings on 1077 The End. I'm Gregor, and he's been in the locker room on the pitch and blah, blah, blah. He's Brandon. He's sexy skanking Brandon, and he's back in Seattle today. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I mean, look, I've been in a hotel room with, uh, I'm in a hotel room right now. Uh, you just got to witness my screaming baby, uh, which he's <sighs> not, he's not usually doing that. Um, to be, believe it or not, he's, he's actually the best. He, he is like, hardly ever screaming um yeah and usually i'm just like please just put a boob in his mouth or something like i i, I can't <laughs> you know and uh so uh but my wife just what happens if i start screaming yeah uh, <laughs> you know what i have yet to try i have yet to try that <laughs> okay well anyway if you could do us a quick solid to click out through to apple podcast give us a rating definitely put a boob in our mouth uh definitely five stars <laughs> but primarily leave us a comment we just want to know your favorite ever boob left or right <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, we actually want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. And being back in Seattle, uh, we're staying very close to uh, Seattle Center. You can see the um, the Space Needle from our from our not quite from our window, but definitely from our hotel. We just took a, took a little walk around Seattle Center, and um, being back here it has me very feeling very nostalgic. Uh, so I'm going to name a couple very old players. Um, Wait, hold up, hold up. Are you guys staying in a tent? <laughs> No, uh, although it is, I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about this hotel in a second, but uh, I want to know who your favorite Sounders FC player is. And so I, I just have a couple very old kind of very nostalgic players uh, mm -hmm. that I that I really want people to consider as their favorite. So from Steve Zakawani uh, to Freddie Montero. Oh, you did it backwards in the sheet where it was from Freddie Montero to Steve Zakawani. Back to Montero, go! Yeah. <laughs> you know that uh, you know that Simpsons uh, that Simpsons episode where they or is it maybe they go to like a TV store and they're like uh, Ariaga to Ariaga to Ariaga <laughs> like. <laughs> listening, listening to that Roldan, uh, or sorry, listening to that Freddie Montero goal, where it was basically Roldan to Roldan to Montero. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of old Sounders players, I, go ahead and tell us who your favorite ever old school, like maybe first couple seasons Sounders player is. But yeah. I've got one to offer. Or, or you we can go clean... back all into the seventies too. I mean, like if you if you have a favorite, if you're if your truly favorite Sounders player is from before two thousand and nine. Uh, and it's Zach Scott, uh, like pre, if you were like, ah, I liked his old stuff better, Zach Scott, then like. 
<laughs> yeah, if Taylor Graham is your favorite player before it was Rave Green, then we'll yeah. all have that too. But yeah. but really, I fail to recognize the sound. Everyone's like so up about like this like 50 years thing, and they're all excited for. I fail to recognize any form of the Sounders before 2009. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I fully support the 50 so years. So you're a you're a, 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 a NASL denier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People can say that the earth is flat and that vaccines don't work, but I deny the existence of the NASL. Now, speaking of old players or original players from the era of Sounders that I believe in, um, we were cleaning out the like the closets at work and like there's no one at work anymore. Like I went yeah. in and like there's this like one lady in the promotions office, Sarah, she's the nicest. And she, I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't know. This is amazing that anyone's even here. They're like a tumbleweed blew by. It was like, so cool. And, um, and she's like, hey, check this out. I thought of you the other day. And she opens up the prize closet, which is now empty because we don't do anything because sure. we've been pandemic. Yeah. And she's like, I thought you might like this. And she hooked this up, man. Whoa. We had an autographed Brad Evans jersey from my one of my least favorite eras of jerseys. But yeah. like, it's, it's I should give it to Brad Evans to give away on his. So you can put it on contrib thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a uh, uh, for for our listeners. That's it's that's the uh, rave green jersey with the uh, blue uh, sleeves. sleeves. Yeah, the the Pacific blue or not the Pacific blue sleeves, but the the Sounders blue. Yeah, like, yeah and then we like, create these like cool uh, modifiers for all of the different like Sounder like uh, rave green cascade shale, and then the blue is just Sounders blue. <laughs> <laughs> now my problem with. Adidas in general, if Adidas, if you're listening, it's not an actual problem. I, I sure. should say Adidas. Is that this jersey is the one that has all the little S's on yeah, the front? Yeah, that cool like fish hook thing, right? It kind of yeah, looks like yeah. That's fine, but like Adidas overdoes it with the textures, mm. which I don't like. And I thought about this as I was watching RSL the other day, but um, in the Sounders game. But like, there's all these S's on the front, but then the back does not have it, and so Nothing, it's not yeah. consistent, and the sleeves don't have it, and so it's just, just the like, and it only goes up to the shoulder seam, and so it's just very there's odd. This, and there's this thing um, I've noticed this about, uh, I, and I don't know if it's just like the MLS jerseys that Adidas does, but it's it's like when you look at the striped the the, the teams that have vertical stripes. So you look at Austin FC, you look at Atlanta United. Um, and the way that they do their vertical stripes, I've always found it so weird that like they their stripes they have the stripes across the front, and then they there's a, a solid seam that goes down the side, and then it's just black on the back, right, or whatever one of the one of those colors on the back. Yeah. Where if you go into so it always feels very like shunted, right? Like it doesn't feel like a cohesive jersey. It kind of feels like we put two pieces of fabric together. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you go into, you know, it's like a, it's a very World War II jersey. Like, yeah. it's like, well, these are the fabrics we had left, so sew them together. <laughs> exactly. But when you go into watching, um, I mean, basically any other league, the stripes on the jerseys usually at least go partway up the back, not so far to obscure the number and name of the player, but usually enough to be like, no, this is the jersey pattern, right? So it's going to go across the whole kit. Uh, as opposed to just the front, and we didn't. It, it's it's almost like oh, we were striping the jersey, and then we ran out of money, <laughs> so we're only going to do the part that people see. Hey, did you see that the back the back black was on sale? Like, well, we got a ton of bundles of it. Let's make those. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was watching the the match, the awesome Sounders losing match yeah. in, in, at RSL. Yeah. And the whole time I'm watching that, I'm like, you know what? That's a cool ass 
jersey top that they have there. I, maybe the colors aren't for some people or whatever, but like I like the three tone, and it's been largely the same for a very long time. Yeah, sure. There's the year where everyone has the off weight shoulder thing that Adidas forced upon everybody, but. I really like the kind of modern version that they have that whatever the that version of red is the burgundy and then the claret with the, yeah yeah, yeah with or the claret yeah claret but it's not even quite claret cuz yeah. it's like that's what they call it I think It's like red wine and then the cool that dark blue is awesome yeah. and then the that pop of gold on it is yeah. so cool and so like I'm a big fan of their um of that style that they use. Yeah. And then you use your away jersey to do fun stuff to sell jerseys instead of just making these kind of like, and I, you know, I don't, obviously the Sounders have to give the thumbs up on them or whatever, but I don't fault really Seattle for being like rolling out a new jersey all the time to make, as a moneymaker. I get it. Yeah. I just think that a lot of times they're like, we got to change it. So what do we do? Like, we'll just make this arm purple and then the rest of it will be green. And yeah. like, great. So people will buy them. I mean, even the team, like, uh, we, we've talked about, kit stuff so much at this point but like the we've we both have have thought at one point that the 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 sounders just need a classic rave green um like they were the only if if you're gonna rock that color right you you're the only team in the league that's rocking that color y'all gotta be the one like just make a, a, a perfect crisp like some you look at like you know, the way that Liverpool owns the red that they do and they just rock it. Or, you know, I mean, you, I don't know if you watched the Arsenal match over the weekend, but uh, they, they rocked the weird, red, right? They walk, they rocked the red shorts. Right. And, yeah, and so it was so, so weird, different, but it was, it was very like, it was a throwback kind of to, to some of their more iconic looks in the, in the past. And, and um, it's cool to see teams like just really lean in. Now, now look, I'm not asking the Sounders to do the rave green tops on the rave green shorts because I think that the those rave green tops on the uh, what should we call this one? Okay, how about Sounders blue color shorts? Um, I think that that's that's a great. I bet you it started as Seattle blue and then someone was like, "Hold on, I got it." Yeah, Sounders <laughs> blue. And they're like, "Yeah,", yeah. <laughs> or maybe they were like, "Oh man." The uh, that, that game really stunk. The, the Sounders played so poorly. Yeah, man, the Sounders really blew. Wait a second, <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> so I'm on the radio in uh, Sacramento, right? And the Republic is there, the San Sacramento Republic, the uh, whatever that lower division that they play in is. I'm not even sure which one. It's USL like, before it's MLS next or whatever. And they were supposed to come up, but then there was a huge debacle and they lost the funding and now they're not coming up to they, – they, they pulled out of the <laughs> – nice. They uh, pulled out of the – His <laughs> isn't pregnant. <laughs> They pulled out of the running to get the new MLS squad, and it was—it looked like it was going to happen, and that would have been awesome. But I went to go buy a jersey from them, and they don't sell the home kit. <laughs> and I was like, are they going to announce a new—is there going to be a new one or something? And then I'm like, wait, the season starts on Saturday, and at the time it was Tuesday. And I was like, so what do you guys get—do you guys not want supporters? <laughs> or like, how does this— that's How's weird too because I feel like uh, back when I was working for S two uh, back in the day and I got to go down to same uh, yeah yeah we we both got to do that uh, and I got to go down with the team to the away match in Sacramento and it was actually a very well supported team I think on the cusp of like entering MLS I mean, it might still be so the the first ever match at home for S two at Starfire Field was against Sacramento Republic yeah. and I went to it and they had. 
50, 60 knuckleheads travel up for it. And it was awesome to see I, that. I mean, they're one of the best supported uh, clubs. Was in it Darwin that, Jones? Is that, that who that was that played? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a couple goals. Like, uh, Yeah, I don't know if he had a couple goals in that match, but uh, or maybe he did. I don't, I don't remember it so far, so far back. But yeah. um, but anyway, I, I feel like that's a, a very well-supported club with a very good uh, design scheme as well. And and for them to not like be selling their stuff seems you know, but maybe they're like, oh, that that thunder uh, pulled out, and now we don't have the uh, who knows what it is. But anyway, they, they I do mean, the sash. It's so cool. Like yeah. I really like sash jerseys like that yeah. as long as they keep it simple. That's the thing is that when you start having all these design elements, you got to keep everything pretty simple in order to be able to pull it off. Unless you go all in and make the Jimi Hendrix kit, because that thing's bon- right. that's bonkers. And well, I love and that's it. why that's why when you are when you are Arsenal or when you are the Sounders and you do have like something iconic always as your home kit, right? Like you, even when the Sounders do something weird with the blue, it's still Mm -hmm. a rave green kit, right? Uh, When they, then they can go, you know, crazy with the electric, you know, the electricity and the, in the super cyan and all of that stuff as their, as their secondary kits or as their third kits. I missed third kits. Right. Um, (laughs) But, but, you know, I think that, it's interesting something like the la galaxy have the sash um and this year oh, gross <laughs> they, well this they have the sash oh man i got the sash <laughs> uh but this year they um uh they 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 went without it like it's like you own that in this league you are the sash team and you've you've gotten rid of it you uh to be fair they're going with a stash now so it's just <laughs> yeah. a big mustache across <laughs> Actually, no. Sasha Question doesn't play for them anymore, so they don't have the staff. Well, it, in memor in memorial, <laughs> right? R.I.P. <laughs> in Cincinnati or wherever you play now. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, dude, well, we got a match coming up and everything, and I, I want to get to that here in a second, um, but I just looked at the standings to see where LA Galaxy were, their second or third in the league or whatever, but I was blown away. I know we're two games in and Sounders are like the worst ever or whatever, but I was blown away to see Austin FC is number one in the West with two matches played, two wins, and 10 goals scored and only one allowed. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. I I... The we talked about this on I think one of the first episodes of this of this new season in that yeah. um toward the end I think I was saying that I think that the Sounders are gonna have a hard time scoring goals right off the bat. I think that it's gonna take them a little bit of time to get yeah. together, get their stuff together, like learn how to play with Rusnak, learn how to reincorporate Morris and Ladero and get Chu on the field. And Obed Vargas is like he looks amazing. I mean the Sounders are gonna catch a pretty penny for that that kid. But cool. 
But yeah, zero goals through the first two games and the team like Austin has 10. <laughs> I mean, look, if the Sounders are only losing these games one nothing, right? If 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 they play that way, they're going to give up 34 goals throughout the entire <laughs> season. Uh I don't know what that puts that like how many goals they gave up in 2021. I was going to look that up, but like I, I mean, the they got to score some goals. Now, thankfully, we did get to see some goals in, against Leon. We got to see some goals uh, against uh, you know Matagua or whatever they're called. Uh, you know, the Sounders scored eight yeah. goals in their last two Champions League matches. But the Sounders, I don't think, in their last nine league matches have 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 scored or no, not haven't scored, but they haven't won. Yeah, they haven't won since October. That Keith Gossing keeps pounding that point home all the during the commentary. Uh, Sounders last year, goals for 53, goals allowed 33, and like half of those allowed were from like July on last year or something. Like it was like they really got leaky towards the end after having an insane goal differential. They still had the best goal differential in the entire West last season, and I bet you in the East it was pretty close at least. Yeah. Yeah. Only New England, who had like the craziest year, did better in GD than Seattle did last year. So it's like. Once they get the defense together and maybe start putting in a few goals, and they actually have offensive players again, it'll be cool. Well, it's it's, it's funny because it's the Sounders' attack or the Sounders' defense hasn't been necessarily bad. I mean, giving up one goal in a match isn't terrible. Giving Man, you up- got a mad new who though. That guy's mad all the time, and oh. everybody's like, "What are you doing?" Like yelling at people. I love it. I yeah. love new who being mad at, especially at the kids. It's fun. Well, I feel like you defend Mo- <laughs> defend Mo Salah once, and you come back, and you're like, "Oh, I'm new who. Oh, king of the castle, king of the castle." <laughs> you can get mad at everybody. He's like, a big boy, man. He's, he's yelling at Schmetzer in the locker room, and, and Schmetzer's like, "New who?" And he's like, "When was the last time that you defended the best player in the world, Brian?" <laughs> Brian. <laughs> hey, I, th- I I just thought of the comparison for what New Who looks like. If you like Google New Who, his like headshot that they use. That guy's like all shoulders. He's like so like he's such Stocky. a tank. Yeah. But this year he's a lot long. He's a lot leaner. If you look at his shoulders down, he's got like he's gotten a lot quicker, and I think he's like less bulky in the rest of his body. He looks like one of the B two battle droids in Star Wars. The the oh. ones that like push the dumb ones out of the way, and they're like, yeah, they're, they're like they're chrome, and their heads are just kind of out like, of the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy's like, man, my legs must not be working. Whatever, yeah, you know? yeah, not, not the not the legs one, the other one that's like big and bullying. That's like New Who. Right. He's like a battle droid. Yeah, he comes in basically. It's like a, a next level Mega Man because they also the ones that shoot the rockets out of their out of their wrists, yeah. right? I, only it's a bicycle kicking for no reason Mega Man, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, did you notice? Um, speaking of <laughs> big dudes, <laughs> speaking of Mega Man, at one point I was like Jordan Morris was setting up for something, and he like he did something, and I was like, oh my god, Jordan Morris has got a big old butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ever notice that? No, nope. like I don't. <laughs> No, no, no. Honestly, I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, uh, I we, did you notice that during the RSL match? Yeah. So no, uh, maybe it was maybe it was Leon, actually during the the Leon match. I can't remember. I I typed no, it was during the Leon match because that's okay. when I typed this note out. Yeah. No, I didn't see his butt. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, but you know what? I, but huh? I I've seen his butt. I've seen his butt. <laughs> I, I probably I don't know the the guy the guy 
the way that he runs, he looks strong. He looks thick. Jordan Morris yeah. is, is is thick. He's 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 also a battle droid. He might be more like a uh, one of the droidicas that rolls around because he's so quick uh, <laughs> and injury prone. You know? if could, yeah, if only we could put shields on his knees. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but he, uh, I, I could imagine. I mean, you can't. I can't imagine his tree trunk legs going up and then just going into pancake butt. Yeah, just going up to Hank Hill butt. Like, yeah. <laughs> So I don't know, like, I, I sort of feel like that's for Siege in yeah. Florida. I feel like that's a question for him. I think he'll yeah. have an opinion on that. Best butt. Which other has the best butt? Yeah, I can hear your wife shouting from the other room, It's Brad Evans! <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> she doesn't have to be present for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, her ears are burning right now. Her butt is burning right now. <laughs> Unrelated. That's not how that was, Unrelated. That was not how that was supposed to go. <laughs> So it was pretty dumb to see finally see Leo Chu get a start, but as I pointed out poorly on Twitter, like why is it that we only get to see him start when they field S Chu? Like it's just like <laughs> they played like two sixteen year olds and a guy that they found like taking out the trash and like Schmetzer's friend that like parks his car, like they like, come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like and then there's Leo Chu and I was like, Oh hey, look at you. That's cool, man. Look at Chu. Uh, <laughs> the, the I it's I, oh, if he I, scores, he should totally roar like Chewbacca. Yeah, oh. Chewbacca. Oh, dude, yes. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's when I watch them roll out the uh, the the roster against RSL, I yeah. was like, okay, look, we Loggerway has talked a lot about the fact that we are prioritizing um, the the Concacaf Cup of Concacaf Cup this year, the, cha- the Champions League, which again, no MLS club has ever won this year. It looks like an MLS club is at least going to be playing in the final, if not two MLS clubs playing, playing in the final, based on the way that uh, teams are playing this year. That said, the way that Loggerway Cincinnati talks- versus Austin, <laughs> I mean, more no, that's that's too unrealistic. No way, Austin. <laughs> no way, Cincinnati's ever doing anything close to anything that would be related to being called a champion. Leo, choo choo choo. That's what he starts saying too. Okay, sorry. The uh, the so the Sounders are are definitely as they say they are every year prioritizing the the Cup of Concacaf Cup. Mm-hmm. Well. Previous years, even when they prioritize it, they end up against Liga MX uh, competition and can't do jack at all. And so this year, you that's because they also run up against Concacaf refs, right? <laughs> well, like well, words. but even even when they play against Leon, uh, they still are somehow able to overcome these referees and knew whose bogus yellow card that was the most insane. <laughs> stupid yellow card I've ever seen. Uh, and then on the other end of the field, Ari- or not on the other end of the field, but then Ariaga basically destroys a person from the inside out and gets absolutely no card. <laughs> so It's amazing what big babies some of these players on the Mexican teams are. Like, it's it's as if they have to pay, like, they, Mexico does not have universal health care, I would say. I'm going to change my tweet. Does not have universal health care because as soon as they get touched, they fall over like they're going to die so they could sue you later because someone's got to pay that medical bill. Like, yeah, it's like... It's- I don't. I don't know. It works. It, it, it works. In one, well, I saw. Um, I, I went to where all uh, competent Sounders fans get their news. Sure. Uh, Reddit.com/r/soundersfc, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, somebody asked the question: When did the Sounders get so dirty? I've never seen them commit so many fouls. And the Sounders traditionally, in 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 the past, have picked up in MLS. They've picked up the fair play award, which is the team that commits the less the least fouls 
uh, or throughout the season or commits the least yeah. fouls and receives the least amount of uh, cautions, right? The, the Sounders have picked up that fair play award in the past. I don't see under Brian Schmetzer, of all people, them getting dirtier or sloppier, or I mean, even with Javier Arriaga uh, at the back, like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> doing anything that's going to, to to threaten their ability to, to contend for something like the Fair Play Award. But when you put them up against South American or Central American uh, opposition, it's not that the team is necessarily playing dirtier. It's just that like the level of dirt that is required to cause these other players to feel fouled is is a lot, lot less. And, and then you're I, playing with a different a referee who's used to refereeing a different game, right? Like the way that the game is yeah. in, in, in the U.S. Is versus... Mexico or wherever these referees are used to refereeing is is a completely different game. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to that I think for me that's a bigger factor because a referee can stop any of this easily by just showing a card to someone who does who takes it too far and then setting the tone there. It's not it wouldn't be hard to make that happen yeah. if they wanted to. And so like even if the teams are chippier, they play a little bit different style, like ultimately it's up to how it's officiated. And I don't want the referee deciding the game yeah but i also don't want it to be mad max out there so it's like they were talking about during the broadcast i didn't quite catch it um at some point they were talking about how they were subbing in a guy whose number was like 225 yeah. or something like that and i was so happy for you because i know that's your favorite when, when the players <laughs> triple digit. i just like the idea that uh that when you sub these players i think i think in, in club leon's case i don't think that they played an incredibly weakened team against the sounders but i think no. that once you're already losing uh, you can maybe like save face a little bit by subbing in your like uh, number 420 uh, because it's like, <laughs> oh, well, look, we were playing our subs subs. You know what I mean? And, and the like, wrong guy comes running on. Number 69 comes running on. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, no. Oh, sorry. I thought we were playing Vancouver. <laughs> um, but I don't I It's. Garth Lagerwey said at the beginning of the season that this team was going to be, be able to compete in all of the competitions. And so when the Sounders roll out S2 and against RSL, and granted, every single person is injured, and it doesn't look like the Leon game is going to make that any better uh, now that... Uh, oh, is that the... Am I hearing oh, the... No. Oh, oh, no. Now, oh, no. Now that freaking Alex Roldan has a mm, yum bone chip in his foot. Oh, what? Yeah. And apparently he's still able to play, but it's more of a quote-unquote pain tolerance thing. So it's like, hey, imagine being this badass. Somebody's just like, hey, Alex, do you mind playing with the chip in your bone? (laughs) I'll put my bone in your chip. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I'll put my bone in in your chips. (laughs) Alex, put it in the dip, you dummy. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Is that guacamole on your crotch or? Oh, my God. (laughs) And has anybody else noticed how big Jordan Morris's butt is? (laughs) No, those are just avocados. He just, that's where he stores them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Seattle hasn't won a game yet. Um, It's two matches in to the MLS season. And I'm trying to prioritize. Sorry, Garth Lagerway. I'm trying to prioritize the MLS season because that's the one that's. I can more often attend matches for <laughs> so, um, and it's it, listen if if they make it to the semifinals here uh, on the seventeenth, then like I'm excited about the Champions League for sure. Um, but every year it's such a letdown, and then we're like, wait a second, there's a regular season, but it is weird watching a team play like it's already I don't know like June ish, and there's international call ups, and no, no squad is there, and it's a shortened season, I guess, right? Because of World Cup yeah. coming up, and so. 
Uh, not that it's it's a more condensed season. It's not the time frame is shortened. The number of matches is still the same. And so I don't like personally. I'm not at all worried after two matches and no points and no goals because they're going to sort it out. The team is too good, and this is kind of classic. Sounders under Brian Schmetzer, even under Ziggy for part of it, like they just figure stuff out and then they come good when you need them to. But we really are seeing right out of the gate that there ain't no depth and that we're counting on a 34-year-old man who like sometimes steals the passes from his teammates and then sometimes scores goals. Like, Yeah. And I love him for it. If Albert Rusnak cannot continue to miss every single opportunity – that yeah. he's given, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a question for you. Like, I know these guys are professional athletes, and I know that they're, you know, paid to to go out on the field and, and to do their job. But I feel like maybe the Salt Lake crowd got to him a little bit. Like, I have no way of judging that, and I don't know the guy. I've never even spoken to the guy at all, so I, I would have no way of knowing. But, like... He was getting his face booed off during that thing. And, like, he did, I mean, as any sportsman would do for the right contract, he did turn his back on a club that had been good to him. And I don't know how he handled his exit with the fans. I'm sure they're justifiably upset about that. That's fine. But, like, he never got firing. And then he's making all these, like, what appear to be in-your-head mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, leaning back too far when you're taking a shot and you you know, kick the extra point instead of scoring a goal. Yeah. Like just little things like that where with just a little bit more focus, he could probably be killing it. I mean, I would like to believe that the players got in his head more than he's a sleeper agent sent by uh, <laughs> whoever it is that owns Real Salt Lake at this point. <laughs> a Mormon sleeper agent <laughs> that came in uh, and intentionally missed some goals. Look, he's, I, I wish we had a character. I wish Albert Rusnak was a character like Clint Dempsey, which is, it's like anger meter. Like the more that you get booed, the more angry you get, but the better that makes you at the game. And so yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, if maybe they did get into his head, all 16 of their fans that they had in the stadium. <laughs> uh, hey, to start, they at least had a hundred. Oh yeah. Sorry. But, but obviously after the weather delay, <laughs> they, they <laughs> lost a few. Dude, uh, that was crazy. That was the craziest thing. You were at a bar, I think watching it or something, yeah, but was. I, I was at home and like, they're like, okay, now we're gonna go to an episode of Chicago Fire, and I was like, <laughs> and, and not, and and they're not cutting away from the MLS to show the the actual MLS Chicago Fire playing their <laughs> match. They cut away for the actual show called Chicago Fire, and they were joining it already in progress. That was my favorite yeah. part. Is it wasn't like they were gonna just fire up an episode or like, okay, here's an old whose line is it anyway or whatever. They're just like, and now whatever that's, else was supposed to be playing, and I wonder which got better do. ratings. They, they have an owner who is who is Drew Carey. At this point, they should be just showing episodes of Whose Line Is It Anyway during the break. No, no, no. Better than that, they should have Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery and Evan Wayne Brady on on standby every match just yeah. in case this happens, and yeah. then they go live for some Whose Line <laughs> to, to fill. Stretch. The Sounders, Stretch. The Sounders in 2022 are going to uh, they're going because they are better than they've showed in the in the the first two matches of the season. They are going to make it to the the MLS Cup final, and they are going to host it because they will have also won the Supporter Shield and first place in the Western Conference. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean this is easy to deliver. Let's get that out know. of the way. The scenario is yeah. the Sounders are hosting. Assumed. The, <laughs> the Sounders are hosting the MLS Cup final, which means that they are in charge of putting on a halftime show. 
um, instead of bringing in, you know, Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam or some big Seattle band or something like that, they bring in the original cast of whose line is it anyway to put on live. Uh, can you imagine Colin Mockery going up uh, to in the middle of the field going, uh, uh, can I get a um, can I get a profession? Just any profession. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you in row Z receipt. Okay, okay, I'll take that. Okay, and uh, here we go. And Wayne Brady just starts singing out of nowhere. <laughs> You're like, come on! <laughs> yeah, so that's what I, that's what I would like to see, honestly. I think now, that, why Russell can't Wilson, that happen? Russell Wilson's <laughs> now being traded to Denver, and I think that, at, is okay, in, in New Who Math, let's go here for yeah. a second. Russell Wilson, oh, how many Wayne Brady's, Ryan Stiles, and Colin Mockery's are one Russell Wilson? <laughs> Dude, I can't do that math. <laughs> that's... Like, I wonder what Russell Wilson's deal looks like. Also, uh, you know, I was watching New Who trucking up and down the field during that thing, and I thought, well, Bobby Wagner doesn't have a job, and we need depth. And he Where does play I'm... LB. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> or, or I want to see New Who tackle someone like Bobby Wagner would. That would be also very dope. So. Uh, my wife was asking me a, a little Who? Bit, uh, sorry. The uh, the wife that I have access to uh, was was asking me about the Seahawks transactions that were just made, and I was like, "Look, I don't really, I barely have time to do a weekly podcast about the team that I really enjoy, um, so I don't know much." But I will tell you this, Catherine: uh, Russell Wilson and Wabi Bagner. And then I said Wabi Bagner out loud, and then now I can't not say Wabi Bagner anymore. <laughs> which which. Which we also have now a Pau Jalo, which which got me into this. Um, like, which this this should be go leave us a review. Tell us who your your favorite old Sounders player is. But also, which Sounder, which Sounder has the best Spoonerism name? Because right now my money is on Sack Zot. <laughs> he's like the he he also is trying to kill Superman. Uh, the the worst one by far is um, Raul Ruiz Diaz. <laughs> okay, fair because the R sure. Oh, wait, dude. Okay, Dent Clemsey. <laughs> this is amazing. My brain does not do this game, and I like love it. <laughs> Lico Donero, is that how you do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe like more don't put him in goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beppenstry, uh, it's yeah. So I'm sure there's better than Dent Clemsey, but Dent Clemsey right now is my is my leader. Now, can you make him into a Wa character for me, please? Could you do like a <laughs> Wa uh, Clint? How about Wawabi Wagner? <laughs> Dude, Wanuhu sounds absolutely like when when, yeah. when Nuhu gets angry, he is Wanuhu. Hey, when he scores a goal, he's turning into Wanuhu for sure. It's just over. Like <laughs> I, I don't even care if he's happy. <laughs> I'm not gonna win. <laughs> I'm a good bicycle kick. <laughs> I can't wait. I this is I'm this is the happiest I've been for. Some, I, I want to get a Wanuhu jersey now. Yes. Screw your Nuhu jersey that you got. I want Wanuhu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would he know what that is? Is that a is that a big enough? Is Wario, for anyone who doesn't know, is Wario a big enough name? Like character, to, yeah. Yeah, like there's Waluigi and like, like if I did Wanuhu, would people be like, would they? Would anyone get that? I don't know. I mean, like if we put a, a, a 
a crinkly uh, zigzag mustache on a picture of Goku. Oh. Well, I mean, obviously, this is your task for the week. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Photoshop this immediately. Yeah, I, I feel like it's like definitely what you're going to neglect your family for for the next hour to get it just right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. If you could actually get that to me so I could put it up as part of the podcast as the art for this week, that'd be really great. So. Oh, uh, yeah. D- done. Uh, you're like, I don't even know why I'm still talking to you. Yeah. I got to finish this up. <laughs> I don't even have Photoshop on this computer, but I'm going to go buy it so I can make it. <laughs> Well, in case you... Oh, wait. We should talk about how there's a match on Sunday at 12.30 noon. So, no, Saturday even. Saturday at 12.30, right around lunchtime, Seattle Sounders FC uh, play against the non-sashed... The non-sashed question um, (laughs) LA Galaxy. Yeah. Lumen Field. Home match, my first of the game. Yeah. yeah. Sounders are... uh, Sorry, LA Galaxy are two for two this season. And they've won... Both of their games by the same margin that the Sounders have lost both of their games, so they've won hey, is, twice, one to nothing. Uh, Rui Diaz, Will Bruin, any updates on them at all that we've seen anywhere? I, I haven't I seen. I think any the idea is that neither of those guys are going to be ready. Um, uh, Roldan, despite having a chip in his bone, will be playing uh, if his and if a his... bone in his chips. <laughs> Gross. Will Bruin was a uh, a full training participant. Uh, in this week's training and will be available. Nico and Raul, definitely out. Uh, Josh Atencio, Jimmy Madrona, a bit closer, but still probably not uh, not quite there. I was like, what was that guy that played last year in the midfield? He's like kind of tall and handsome and he was, uh, well, whatever. And then you just said Josh Atencio and I was like, hey, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I like that guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly have been excited to, to see the, this team this year a lot. I mean, like, I think... A lot of the players are playing really well. Christian Roldan absolutely played out of his mind against Leon, so hoping he can have uh, I mean, really but uh, like gut, gutted for him that he wasn't able. I almost said butted for him, and then I realized I wasn't talking about Jordan Morris. Uh, really gutted <laughs> for uh, 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 Christian Roldan that he wasn't able to score. He got so close, uh, but assisted two matches or assisted two goals, drew the penalty that won the like I don't know that that player uh, he should get called up for the U.S. Men's National Team if you ask me. In case this podcast was too long and you just didn't listen, here's too long, didn't listen. Too long, didn't listen. That's not a but. Those are avocados. <laughs> too long, didn't listen. Uh, my new D&D character is a troll. And uh, he is the, the angrier that you make him, the worse names that you call him, the uh, the better at the sport or the better at fighting he gets. His name, Dent Clemsey. <laughs> that's good <laughs> uh, uh, too long didn't listen it's a me Wanuhu. I'm a gonna win <laughs> I don't know. He, he's, uh, he's in uh, Wa Sounders cart and uh, <laughs> he gets to ride his bicycle <laughs> and so they wear blue jerseys with the green checkers on the front <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> okay, go buy photoshop Yeah, I'm on it. Hot rubbish. Hot rubbish. Hot rubbish.